Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about how to talk about the future with the person that you're exclusive with. Before we get into that, I want to share my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes. Also, if you've been listening to this podcast well and you feel like it's helping you and you feel like you get a lot of value from it, I would really appreciate if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. And the way that you can do that is to search for the podcast, Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast, as if you're looking for a new podcast. Click on it and then scroll all the way down and you'll see an opportunity to leave a review. I always read them and I really appreciate all of the amazing and kind reviews that I've read so far. So thank you. Before we go forward, I also just want to acknowledge that the audio is not the quality that it usually is because I've been trying to connect my microphone here and it just won't pick up sound for some reason, even though all the lights are flashing and all the things seem to be working, it's just not connecting. Um, So I'm just speaking directly into the computer, so sorry if it's not as pleasant to listen to as it usually is. And I just wanted to share that we just wrapped up enrollment for the new group for From Dating to Exclusive, which is my coaching program where I teach you how to escape casual connections and create an exclusive relationship. And it was the best launch of the program we've ever had. It was the most successful one we've had with the most amazing women who joined, and I'm so excited. I've already had some of the first one-on-one sessions to get people set up and get them started, and so we're going to have our first call in just a few weeks now, and if you want to join the next coaching program, make sure that you get on the wait list. When you get on the wait list, you'll get a $200 discount, which will be the early bird discount. So make sure that you get on the wait list early so you can access that discount. The link to get on the wait list is in the show notes below. I also just wanted to give you a personal update that I'm really excited about. So it's officially summer over here. We were getting like terrible rain and gray weather and it was really cold. And I was still basically wearing a winter jacket up until a few days ago. And then it just turned around overnight and now it's like 80 degrees and sunny and we're doing park hangouts and get togethers and getting volleyball groups together. Um, I actually set up two of my friends to go on a first date and now they're going to have their first date with me there um, at a get together that I organized. So I'm meeting all of these amazing people and living the summer life. Uh, We're also going to be doing... Uh, every Tuesday, stand-up paddleboarding on the river and around Portland, so I'm so excited for that. And then end of July, I'm leaving to go to the East Coast and visit some family. And then I'll be traveling to Switzerland, which is where the rest of my family lives. And then I don't know, I'm just going to be traveling. <laughs> um, I'm just going to be living nomadically for a little while. And There's no plan in stone yet. I know that I'll be in Switzerland in October again because my brother is getting married and I want to go to Spain. I want to go to Thailand. I have some clients in Australia that I really want to visit and I also just really want to see Australia. So right now I have a one-way ticket. 
out of here and I'm just soaking up Portland summer and then I'm just so excited about these travels. Um, And then in October, we'll be starting with the next coaching group. So I will meet all of the new ladies at that time as well. So just basking in the sunshine right now and recording this podcast right now. So I want to talk to you about how to talk about the future with the person that you're dating. And I know that this can be a very nerve wracking thing because as my client described it, she said, well, I feel really scared about talking about the future because it feels like that fork in the road. Like what if we have different ideas about what we want? What if we're not on the same page? And then it's the end of the relationship. And she also mentioned feeling like, you know, I feel like other couples, it just comes so easily to them. Like, it just seems like they just love talking about the future and just planned their lives together and we're, we're a unit from the beginning. And for me and my partner, it doesn't feel that way. I feel so anxious to bring up the future and I feel really worried about it. And I wonder if that means that something's wrong with the relationship. And so... First, I want to address that piece of it. When you see couples who are so comfortable talking about the future and planning their lives together right from the beginning, one thing that you may not pick up on in those connections is that they started that habit of talking about the future in low stakes ways from the beginning. And therefore, once they were six months in and one year in, talking about the future in a high stakes way, like talking about moving in together or marriage or kids, was a lot more practiced and a lot more comfortable and more normalized in their relationship. So for example, in the beginning, they might mention future plans about going to play volleyball next month when it's warmer, right? Like even that, it's not a high stakes thing because you're not buying a $100 ticket somewhere. You're not booking anything. You're not getting married, but you are just starting to talk about the future in a way that includes the other person. So that's just something that if you feel uncomfortable talking about the future and if you're letting your fear of talking about the future drive your actions in the relationship, you may not be doing those little things from the beginning. And therefore, once you're six months down the road, now everything feels really high stakes because now you actually want to start talking about things like, where is this going? And what is our vision? And what are we creating together? And it may feel like it's kind of zero to 100 now that you're having those conversations. So I wouldn't actually take the sign of you feeling anxious about it or feeling like it's not easy as evidence that something is wrong with the relationship. It's more about something that the two of you just haven't practiced so far. The other thing to keep in mind with the amount of ease that you feel talking about the future is both of your emotional capacities when it comes to talking about the future. So for some people, whether it's talking about the future with their partner, or even if it's just thinking about their own future, they feel a lot of anxiety because our biggest dreams bring up our biggest fears, 
we maybe we want to move to another country, but then immediately our brain is flooded with how are we going to do that? And I own a house here. And what about my family? And what about my job? And what about the language? I don't speak the language. So sometimes when we think about a dream or we think about a future, our mind can get flooded with logistics and um, we can get overwhelmed by that and start to feel anxious about it and shut it down immediately. Other people have a higher capacity with just sitting with a big dream or sitting with a goal without immediately shutting themselves down with all the logistics of how they're going to create it and how it's going to work. The other thing that we need the emotional capacity for is making decisions. So sometimes it can be uncomfortable to think about and talk about the future because it's a decision point. It's making decisions about which way you want to go and we can just avoid that for a long time. We can just stay in the same place or not really think about it or wait until a decision is made for us or wait until it's very urgent. And so that can bring up some emotions for people as well. And different people have different capacities for decision-making and their comfort and confidence in their decision-making skills. So anybody can increase their emotional capacity when it comes to talking about the future and thinking about the logistics of it and planning things and making decisions. But you need to be aware of those things coming up in the first place. So if somebody has a high emotional capacity for those things, it'll be a lot more comfortable to talk to them about the future. And if somebody has a lower emotional capacity for those things, you may feel like you really stress them out by talking about the future. And it's really important that you don't take that upon yourself like you did something wrong for bringing it up or you were pushing them away or you were asking too much or you couldn't just go with the flow just because their emotional capacity to sit with those conversations and talk about those things wasn't as high as you needed it to be. So with those things considered, let's talk about how to start bringing up these conversations, especially the really important ones. So what you want to do when you bring up the future is you want to prime the conversation, which means mentally preparing the both of you to talk about it. So for example, if you are stressing around and rushing around and trying to get things done and you're late for a party, that's not the best time to bring up the future and where this is headed, right? Because your emotional capacity is limited. You're already stressed out and focused on whatever it is that you're doing. So you want to pick a time where you can relax and have time and space to have this conversation. And then you want to prime the conversation by telling the person what you want to talk about and telling them the experience that you would like to have in talking about this. So that might sound like, hey, I've been having a really good time with you. I love hanging out with you. I love what we're doing. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about our future. And I would love it if we could do that in a way that actually feels fun and feels like we're kind of dreaming up things and creating a bucket list and just thinking about where we want to go in a way that actually feels exciting. Is now a good time to talk about that? 
And then if they say yes, you want to initiate that conversation by sharing what you see in the future. So this is another situation where we don't want to do what I call the loop around, which is when you ask questions like, so where do you see this going? And what are your plans for the future? And what do you want out of this? Because those are all questions where you first go to the other person's experience, and then based on what they say, you adjust your answers, right? So you kind of recalibrate like, okay, now that I know what they want, I'll decide what I really want or what I'm willing to ask for. So instead, before you have this conversation, you want to take some time to think about what do I want in the future with this person? Do I want to move in with them? When would I like to move in with them? Do I want to get married one day? When would I want to get married? Do I want to have kids one day? what would my general timeline for that be? Or just anything else that you're thinking about in terms of the future. Do I want to move to a bigger city or do I want to move outside of the city? What is it that I ideally would like for my future? And you have to let yourself actually think about what those things are without filtering yourself based on the fear that maybe they don't want the same thing. Because it's still just the first place that you start. So even if you don't immediately say that you want the same thing, you still need to get both unfiltered ideas out there so that you can then create something together. So once you have decided what those things are for you that you would see in your future, you would present them to this person. So you would say something, for example, like, My vision for a relationship is having a partner where we live together and we ultimately create a family together. And what that would look like for me is dot, dot, dot. So whatever a family would look like for you. So you actually share what your vision is and then you ask, what are your thoughts on that? What do you want? Do you want that for yourself as well? And there can be this element of courage in having those conversations because what if they say that they actually don't see themselves living with a partner or they do see themselves living with a partner, but they never want to have kids or they never want to get married. The thing is, when we avoid these conversations, it's not that we're actually changing the trajectory of the relationship. It's not that the person's just getting more sold on whatever it is that we secretly want and secretly hope that they will want at some point too. They just have their initial desires that are never discussed and it won't actually move towards those things if you never have a conversation about them. So the only thing that happens when we avoid those conversations is that we eventually do come to that crossroads anyways, we have just invested a lot more time For example, I had a partner who brought up the topic of kids pretty frequently, and it did bring up some uncomfortable emotions because it really did put me in a place to seriously think about what is my timeline for that if I want kids at all. And he was really upfront with sharing that he, first of all, really wanted kids and that he had a timeline for when he wanted them. So His timeline was like within five years, but also he's kind of ready whenever. (laughs) And so I, for the first time, really had to think about in a serious way, okay, do I want kids? And when would I want them, if at all? 
And the conclusion of that was that I realized I really don't want kids. So that's kind of the biggest fear of what can happen. But now he didn't spend two years with me, with us just avoiding that conversation and him secretly wanting kids and me just not really thinking about it at all. And then having that conversation two years in and then breaking up. And now he spent two years investing in this connection when we were never headed in the same direction in the first place. But the important thing to learn from that as well is he didn't make the breakup happen by bringing up that conversation. The incompatibility made the breakup happen. So that's where I see a lot of clients getting tripped up is they think, I am exasperating an issue or forcing a breakup to happen or breaking the connection by bringing up this conversation. But the conversation doesn't do that. The conversation just reveals what the connection is and whether you have an incompatibility that can't be worked out or if you actually have amazing things in common that you do want to create together and then you can get started on that journey of manifesting these things in your life that you want to have together. Another fun way to think about talking about the future with your partner is making a bucket list together. So even just presenting that idea, so you prime the conversation and then you say, you know, one thing that I think would be really cool is if we had a bucket list together of things that we want to do, like places we want to see, experiences we want to have, and they can be big and small things. There might be like, we want to have kids on that bucket list, but it could also just be a certain kind of date or a certain kind of travel experience that we want to have. And that's just a more comfortable and fun and exciting way to think about the future. And then you can see what are some of their dreams that they want to add to the bucket list and what are my dreams and how can we actually slowly start to pay attention to these things so that we actually make them happen together. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Despite the terrible audio quality, I'm going to see if I can get my microphone to work and hopefully it'll be better next week. Before you go, make sure that you get on the wait list for the next coaching program. We are getting started in just a few months, but you want to make sure you're on the wait list so you can get the early bird discount and you can also make sure that you guarantee your spot in the program if you do want to join and learn how to go from dating to exclusive. All right, everybody, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye.